code 416, which was causing a problem. So at this time, I will leave you comments if there's nothing else I can do for you today. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. All right. Uh, we're only about half an hour late, so we'll uh, whip through the uh, intro anyway, and we'll go from there. So um, we, we will go through a round of introductions, so I'll get a chance for everybody to say who's online. Uh, before we do that, I'll just let you know what this is about. Um, we, uh, in NRCAN, we're, we're initiating a project on, on bringing uh, quantitative risk assessment through the HAZUS uh, software tool into Canada. And part of our commitment is to help people who want to use the tool. And one of the ways uh, that it's been used in the U.S. is to have user group uh, set up across uh, the communities that want to use houses. And we are trying to do the same thing here. And so this is the uh, initiation of, of what we hope will be uh, a monthly uh, event um, in terms of teleconference a across Canada to be able to bring users together to, to talk about their issues of, with using houses and risk assessment. And um, the, um, on, um, and uh, we'll, we'll also add to that in the long run a, uh, a subsidiary users group, specifically a broader one to deal with all issues of risk assessment, not, not just hazards, and, and we'll uh, all alternate uh, meetings with those. We're trying to do them not only by telephone, but in person and uh, down the road. So in the United States, uh, Jamie Kaplan runs the user group system um, for the United States uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA. And uh, are you on the line, Jamie? Yes, I'm here. Uh, thank you. And uh, what Jamie wanted to do uh, today was to record our conference call, uh, buzzing and interference and everything, and... Um, and uh, create a podcast out of it. And uh, th that's a big help for me because it means that people who couldn't join us today, either because they tried earlier and got frustrated or because they couldn't at all anyway, um, can get a copy of what, what was said. Uh, is there anyone online who doesn't want to be recorded? UBC is fine. All right, okay, so that that's great. That'd be a big help for us because then we, Jamie can go ahead and give this a whirl. Um, and uh, so that what, what we're going to do today is we'll go through a round of introductions. Uh, we'll, we'll describe what the Hazards User Group concept, con concept is all about. We'll, uh, and then we were going to hear from uh, the NRCAN project team about what they're up to. Um, but really, down the road, it's not to expose the project, it's to give you an opportunity to share your experiences and your knowledge in using HAZUS in your communities to uh, with each other. Um, so this forum will give as uh, a first opportunity for some dialogue, and then or and then down the road, uh, I hope to get ideas from you about what you want to hear, uh, concepts that you'd like to share with your your community of practice colleagues, and, and, and if you give those to me, we'll set up uh, uh, opportunities for, for that to happen. And, uh, and uh, we also had 
uh, after that description, we had planned to do a, uh, an update on some of the database work that is being done here in Vancouver to uh, make Hazus more usable in Canada. And today we probably won't have time to do that, but we'll, uh, we'll try that down the road. So if, if I could have people now give me an indication of um, your name, uh, your affiliation, and you know, if you uh, have some knowledge of Hazus or use Hazus, and, uh, and we'll, we'll go from there. Um, we'll start on the west. And we'll go to the east. And uh, so in British Columbia, in Vancouver here, uh, I'm Bert Stewart. I'm with NRCAN. Um, I don't use Hazus personally, but I'm, I'm part of the support team here. Um, and uh, can others from the Vancouver office introduce themselves? Yeah, I'm Nikki Hastings here out in the west coast in Vancouver. And um, we're, I'm working on the case study out here in the west in North Vancouver, and um, I use Hazus. I've been using it for quite a few years, trying to get it to work in Canada. Uh, I've done a couple of case studies. Thanks, Nikki. Hi, this is uh, this is Christopher Hain with uh, ENDC. Um, currently, uh, we have not used Hazus, but we're going to be utilizing it fairly quickly. We're having a meeting tomorrow with NRCAN and uh, a consultant. Uh, looking at a regional debris management plan for the lower mainland. Um, we'll also be looking at HAZUS as a science and technology tool uh, for uh, a May 2011th cross-border earthquake exercise scenario and demonstrating technology and the use of its outputs in, in large-scale consequence disasters. Thanks, Chris. Is there deep online? Okay. Uh, Carol Wagner, are you there? Uh, Murray? Yeah, uh, Murray Chernay, research scientist with Natural Resources Canada. Um, I've incorporated, uh, along with our team here in Vancouver, incorporated Hazus MH uh, damage and loss estimation methods into a Canadian framework for integrated risk assessment and scenario-based modeling. So what we're, the piece that I've been working on is uh, coupling Hazus MH with other modeling tools to look at uh, hazard risk and disaster risk over time. All right, great. Will? Uh, Fiona? Uh, Carlos? Okay, um, uh, Carlos Ventura from uh, UBC, Vancouver. I have here also uh, Professor Lian Finn uh, from UBC in civil engineering, Felix Yao and Shiva Tiwari, uh, researchers uh, in our group. Uh, with Dr. Finn, we have been uh, using Hassel since uh, the early 90s, uh, pretty much since it started, and we have um, used it uh, for studies here in Vancouver, and our research is mainly in assessment and uh, understanding better what are the consequences of earthquakes here in, in, in British Columbia. Thank you. Great, thank you. Uh, Chris Holmes? Uh, I work for BGC Engineering. BGC does a quite a large number of uh, risk assessments for various processes, and we've used uh, we've used components of Hazus, some of the the data underlying it, uh, specifically the depth damage curves for flood risk assessments uh, in Southwest BC, in particular for uh, a large flood risk assessment for the 
city of Chilliwack and also for some work in southeast BC in, in the Kootenays. Great. Is uh, Todd Smith on the line? He is. Yeah. All right. With EMBC, I'm working with Chris Hain on the initiative that he described. Okay, super. Has he used Hazus before? Never. Uh, I know nothing about Hazus. I'm starting from ground zero. Uh, so you anticipate using it? Yeah, we do. All right. Great. Has Harold uh, Hunt on the line? Glenn Majel. Uh, see John Adams. I'm starting to move to Central Canada now. Did I miss anybody from BC? Uh, uh, Will and Carol are now on the line. All right, great. Maybe you could introduce yourself, uh, Carol. Oh, okay, Carol Wagner, LMCSD Vancouver, um, GIS person, and I've been working with the uh, uh, project in Vancouver, um, inputting data and formatting data for the project here. Great, thank you. Will? Would you come closer to the microphone? Great. Thank you. Great. 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 No, I'm not a hazardous uh, user, but very happy to be listening uh, here online and to see its capabilities. Great, thank you. As Patricia Martel. Hi, I'm Patricia Martel. I'm with Emergency Management Ontario. I'm the Hazard Identification and Risk Assessment Officer. I've used Hazard a bit informally in order to obtain damage estimates, so I look forward to be able to use it more. All right. Uh, Grant Kelly. Hi. Uh, Grant Kelly, Institute for Catastrophic Loss Reduction, uh, Research Institute funded by the insurance industry. Uh, not a hazardous user trying to find a way to make it more accessible to insurers. Awesome. Marie-Josée? Hi, Marie-Josée Nollet. I'm uh, from Ecole de Technologie Supérieure in Montreal. I'm in my, in my office with my uh, PhD student, Alain Abouelet. We're the... Uh, we started working with Miroslav uh, on a project, and we probably give you a little bit more information. But we haven't started using ASUS uh, as is. We're mostly uh, working on the inventory of buildings for uh, Quebec and inventory of uh, installation and the process of transferring data. So we might give some calls to maybe Mrs. Lasting. Yep, that's good. <laughs> We're open to that, definitely. Uh, Ahmad, do you want to add anything?
Jules and a base online. Yes, uh, Gilles Larose, Environment Canada Meteorological Service in the policy group. Uh, I'm not, uh, we are not users of uh, ASIS, but very much interested in keeping in touch with this technology. All right. Uh, Kevin Mickey. Uh, Jamie. I'm here. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. This is Jamie Kaplan. I'm an independent consultant, part of the STAR team, helping to support the HAZUS program uh, nationwide, maybe even worldwide now. And primarily, I work with the HAZUS user groups and do some outreach work and strategic planning for the HAZUS program. Where are you calling from, Jimmy? I'm in western Massachusetts. We're expecting a big snowstorm tomorrow. Good luck. Thank you. Everything went tonight, Vancouver. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, hope you brought your show. <laughs> Tom Durham online? Yes, indeed. Good afternoon. Uh, it's good to hear the voices of many friends that I met in June at the meeting held in Ottawa, where I think we uh, started this initiative. Uh, I'm calling from Chantilly, Virginia, outside of Washington, D.C. Uh, I work with PBS and J. And our company has been a contractor to FEMA, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, uh, for a number of years uh, in the development and application of HACCP, and currently working with Murray and uh, Nikki and others in the initiative that uh, Murray discussed earlier in the adapting the HACCP technology uh, to support your uh, national risk assessment efforts. So thank you for the invitation. Good to join you. Oh, great to hear from you, Tom. Uh, is Margaret Walton online? Oh, it's too bad. She, she's on, Margaret. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, you are there. Yeah. Want to say a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm also with the STAR team um, that Jamie and, and Tom mentioned, but I'm under PBS and J, and I am in Georgia. And I do the outreach and support Jamie that has this user groups and just do a lot of outreach publications and coordination there. Okay, super. Thank you. Uh, so what we were... What was going to happen next? Uh, or, or let's say, is there anybody I missed? Yes, Miro. Oh, yeah, you missed me. <laughs> okay, hi everybody. My name is Miro Nastev. Uh, bonjour tout le monde. Uh, I am research scientist with uh, Nature Resources Canada, and uh, for the time being, uh, I am the leader of this uh, NRCAMS team interested in uh, HASUS. I myself, I am not HASUS user, I'm only beginner, I never fill up the files for HASUS, but I try to learn, I'm more interested in how HASUS works, what, what is the theory behind, uh, behind HASUS. A little bit later, I will talk a little bit, uh, just one or two minutes, uh, very briefly on the NRCAN's uh, risk assessment project, what, what this is all about. All right, thank you. Is, uh, have I missed anybody else? Yes, one more. Stephen Holchuk. Yes. Uh, uh, seismic hazard analyst with Natural Resources Canada in Ottawa. I'm not a user, but I will be providing <coughs> the grid of seismic hazard values for Canada, so I'm the... the uh, Producer of the raw data, I guess. Oh, great. Glad you're online. Okay. Uh, uh, anybody else? Yeah, one more for you, Bert. Uh, I'm uh, James Godway from uh, Vancouver. 
I'm a consultant with PlanetWorks. We're working with Nikki uh, and Carol. Uh, <coughs> work on a, a regional uh, asset inventory database. All right. Yeah. And we also are online. Uh, this is Luke Schoenart at uh, McGill University. Uh, Luke. And uh, I'm with two students, Kayan and Huma. And Kayan has been working for about a year with uh, houses, with looking at houses uh, around Montreal. And who are the students with you? Uh, Kayan and Huma. Kayan is finishing her, her master's and Huma is starting a PhD. Super, thank you. Hi, Burke. It's Fiona from uh, the District of North Vancouver. Hi, Fiona. Do you want me to introduce myself? Yeah, please. I'm the section manager of public safety with the District of North Vancouver. I'm not a hazard user yet, but I hope one day I will be. I'm working with um, Bert and Nikki and Murray and folks at NRCAN on a joint project right now, uh, the risk assessment project. So hopefully we'll be trained one day to operate hazards ourselves here. Great. Anyone else? Okay, let's move on to phase two or three. Uh, so that's an idea of uh, a cross-section of, of uh, the people. I think there's about maybe another uh, 15 people or more that were invited who couldn't make it for some reason or another, uh, generally conflicts of meetings, and, and uh, a lot of them expressed interest in participating down the road. Uh, and uh, so... We, we hope to hear from uh, them as well. Uh, so again, this this is a, a, about your use, your participation, your interest in, in support. And, uh, and uh, any time during this call, if there's something you want to ask questions about or uh, suggestions you want to make on what you want to hear down the road, uh, just let me know. Uh, so what we were going to do next is... Uh, give you an overview of, of how we're going to try and su uh, supply support for people who want to use houses uh, and uh, people who want to do risk assessment. Uh, and so that we were going to do that through three main avenues. Um, and we're going to support that through the, the rest of the life of our project here in NRCAN on quantitative risk assessment, and that we have two and a half years left. And, uh, and then uh, we'll be looking for other ways to, to keep this alive. Um, we're going to be uh, running these kinds of meetings, both uh, virtual like this. Um, sometimes we, we hope to incorporate some uh, other technologies that can help us communicate down the road, but we'll start by telephone. Uh, we also are hoping to have a session at the upcoming uh, Canadian Risk and Hazards Network Conference. In, uh, in uh, it's going to be held in Ottawa this year, in uh, mid October. Uh, so we'll dedicate a time where we can actually physically meet, get together, and, and uh, talk about risk assessment and, and quantitative risk assessment through hazards. Um, the meetings we'll have uh, virtually through a teleconference or a video conference or whatever, we'll do once a month. So the next one's going to be on February the 16th, same time, 10.30 to 11.30. They're always going to be an hour long, 
So this one will be stopping at 11.30 today, even though we've lost a little time. But we'll always keep it to an hour of your time. And uh, so, so mark down your calendar. I'll, I will send out a notice. The teleconference uh, numbers will always be the same. And hopefully we will never have the ringing again. Um, the, I talked about getting together as risk assessment users. Uh, we'll do that also monthly, and we'll, we'll our first meeting for that is going to be on February the second. It's a Wednesday, and again from ten thirty to eleven thirty, and with the same conference line. And I'll send out an invitation for that too. If you don't want to hear about that part of it, if you don't want to participate in that as well, just let me know. I won't bug you again. Uh, if you want to participate more in that one and not in this one, again, just let me know. I'll uh, uh, accommodate uh, your interest. Would you repeat the title of the second? Uh, the second one is, uh, this one is the, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call the CHUG or the Canadian Hazardous Users Group. And uh, I hope that when it gets uh, really busy, we'll have local chapters of it uh, uh, going. Um, the, the other one we're going to call the Rogue, which is going to be the uh, Risk Assessment Users Group. And it will be for people who are dealing with not just the issues of how to do quantitative risk assessment, but issues of, okay, I have a risk assessment. Now what? What do I do with it? How do I use this to actually support decision-making? How do I incorporate that into my, uh, my uh, decisions that I make within my, my community? And... Uh, what, and what are the best ways of actually coming up with an appropriate risk assessment for the kind of community that I live in? Uh, so there'll be a broader kind of approach. Hazards is one of the tools for dealing with these kinds of things, but it's, it's not the only one. And so we'll talk about uh, broader issues like that. Uh, so we, and we were going to try two other tools other than these kinds of meetings. We were going to do newsletters and, and, and host a website. And... Uh, um, I was going to get uh, Malika to talk about the newsletter, but I don't think she's online. Uh, so I'll talk about that. Uh, in the interim, it's going to be uh, a uh, NRCAN style of newsletter, and it'll be out quarterly. Um, probably the first one will be out by uh, late spring this year, um, by the time we come, go through the government publication hoops. And uh, then it'll be quarterly uh, from then on. Um, the website, uh, Marie, are you, you there? Yes, I am. Would you like to talk about that part? Uh, briefly, yes. Uh, we're working in partnership with uh, the uh, Justice Institute of British Columbia. Uh, we each are working on risk assessment uh, projects through funding from the uh, CRTI program here in Canada. And we both uh, recognize the need to uh, support the work uh, of communities in doing risk assessments uh, at various levels. And uh, because we shared the same need, we've uh, decided to work together toward a um, what we're calling a virtual community of practice, uh, which is a web-based platform to support the needs and requirements of users uh, across Canada uh, who are involved with uh, risk assessment and disaster resilience planning in various capacities. So the website will be primarily, again, for users, um, and uh, we're in the development uh, process currently. Uh, our schedule is to have the prototypes up 
to support our current case study projects uh, by the spring. And we'll certainly uh, keep this group uh, advised of how that unfolds. And the intent is to have that be one of the vehicles for making uh, resources and knowledge more widely accessible to um, the community here in Canada. Great, thank you. One of the other things I've done in the meantime, while that one is being uh, put together, is uh, we have a, a site that NRCAN can use for sharing information about risk assessment. It's called georisk.info. Georisk is all one word, G-E-O-R-I-S-K dot I-N-F-O. And I sent that link out earlier with the invitation. And on there is a workspace uh, called CHUG, C-H-U-G. And in there are uh, places where you can store documents, uh, run a blog, uh, look at events, add events, and so on. And uh, right now I just put some of the background information on the NRCAN project in the documents folder. Um, any one of you can go on there and access that information and upload material to there if you find something that you think might be of interest to others. You can put it up there and uh, send an alert out and, uh, and I'll make sure people know that it's there. Um, so those are, the, those are the three main things that we're going to be working on. Does anyone have any questions about any of what was just said? Wow. All right. Nothing like um, good news there. Okay. So that we have a, we have I think ten minutes left. Almost ten minutes left. So uh, in that last ten minutes, um, what I'll do is I'll get Nero um, and Nikki to give a, a quick summary of of what NRCAN's uh, trying to accomplish with uh, bringing hazards to Canada. And uh, and uh, then uh, hopefully there'll be uh, five minutes left in, uh, for uh, comments, suggestions, and so on. For just an administrative question, um, yeah. it's Chris BGC here. Uh, is it possible to get a distribution list of the people that will be that have chatted today or in the future? Uh, does anyone not want that shared? Then I will do that. I, I will make notes of what I we've just covered today and I will send that out and in there will be the distribution list. Thank you. Uh, there, there will be the names there. Excuse me, is it possible to add the information on the Canadian Risk Assessment Conference as you mentioned? Yes. What I will do is I will put a summary of where that meeting will be, its uh, times and its themes and I will put that as a document on that site that I just mentioned that workspace on georisk.info and I will also include that with, with the email of the notes that I send out. Anyone else have any requests or comments before I ask Miro and Nikki to start? Remember this is this is for you, it, and, and you know any any questions you want, any support you need. This is this is about trying to get others around you to help you out. Uh, so please feel free to uh, jump in anytime. Uh, ja Jamie has a, a great trick when she holds uh, conferences; she knows who's online, and uh, 
she'll take someone just to comment on, on what they're working on. So, so in the next one, if there's lulls like this, you can anticipate me doing that. Um, uh, Miro, do you want to uh, start with the overview? Okay, thank you, Bert. Uh, really, really briefly, uh, maybe I can start first a little, a little bit with the historic for people which are not, uh, uh, which are outside of the federal government. Like some 10 years ago, uh, uh, Defense Canada and Public Safety Canada, they, they make a joint and they were called Public Security Science and Technology and Center for Security Sciences. And uh, what they are interested in, what they were, uh, they are interested in is all hazard risk assessment. Mainly this interest has been uh, initiated by, by anthropic uh, risks, uh, hazards generated by, by, by humans, whether by error, whether intentionally. So within this initiative, there is a program called CRTI, and all these uh, Natural Resources Canada activities fall within this CRTI program. So what is the quantitative risk assessment project about? We have three major activities, which are ADAPT, uh, risk assessment tools, mainly hazards, uh, apply these risk assessment tools into two study areas for the time being, for the, for the beginning, and promote risk assessment tools, which is actually what Burstreak is doing uh, today with this conference. Adapting hazards means uh, there are two ways of, the, of adapting hazards in order to obtain a Canadian, should I say Canadian version of hazards or North American version of hazards. Uh, first of all is to, to add some new capacities, new fragility curves for buildings or infrastructures which is typical for Canadian context and might not necessarily exist in the U.S. And the second part in adapting hazards is providing different layers, raw data, which Stephen called them, uh, for Canadian seismic context. Uh, applying hazards, we selected two study areas. One is in Western Canada, which is North Vancouver study area. Uh, Nikki Hastings will talk about this. And we are still thinking what shall we uh, do in the, east, in, east, in the eastern part of the country, because the, the, the initial plan has a little bit changed in the, in the meantime. So that would be everything, but I don't think it, uh, I will go further in detail. Thank you very much. All right, did anyone have any questions? Uh, Bert, it's Murray here. I wonder yeah. if I could just uh, add a little bit uh, to the adapting hazards piece. Certainly. Um, in addition to what Mero has mentioned, uh, the other piece of adapting hazards is working together with uh, FEMA and PBSNJ and others who have been on the development side of uh, hazards methodology over the last uh, 15 years or more to um, ensure that as we work, as we go forward, the methods and tools that are being developed can be used in a Canadian context. So uh, actually working with the software tool itself to make sure that we can get Canadian asset inventory data into Hazus in a streamlined fashion. And uh, secondly, to make sure that the models uh, that are being used in the in Hazus software I can take advantage of uh, uh, data that's of a particular Canadian context, including the work that Stephen mentioned on seismic hazard assessment data uh, and other inputs that uh, will be required for use here in Canada. Thank you. That, that, that answers a, a 
question that Katie Pozier had asked uh, when I invited her to this meeting and she couldn't make it. Is, will it be fully functional as it is in the U.S.? And yes, it will be. And, uh, and it, it expanded a little bit and, and made to, to fit Canadian characteristics. Uh, Nikki. So if I could just add to that, and, and first of all, I, I have to thank all the collaborators and the people who have been um, assisting with the project. We couldn't have done it without you. You know, the District of North Vancouver, UBC, the Seismic um, Earthquake Engineering Group have had incredible inputs, and the UBC School of Community Planning. We have Simon Fraser University, which is the university out here, and Royal Roads, who has the Risk Assessment Program, and the Justice Institute of British Columbia, and of course the, our GSC Seismic Group. But just to add to the adapting hazards for Canada. So one of the pieces we're doing is we're taking all the um, Statistics Canada um, data sets and we're taking all their boundary information and, and, and all the uh, demographic information and adding that into this Canadian version, which will be released um, preliminary version in March and then uh, a final version at the end of August. Um, and um, as... As Mary mentioned, we'll be incorporating the new Canadian seismic data sets. Um, Stephen Chalchak's on the line with us as well. He'll be doing that work predominantly. And we're hoping to include uh, UBC's um, building fragility curves. They've developed um, some different responses to different building types that may not exist in the U.S. Um, uh, we're introducing that information. And another piece we're looking at is to look at... Um, uh, we have Chris Holm on the line from BGC, and they're, they're doing some work to um, look at debris flow and debris flood um, vulnerability curves and taking that information and, and being able to input it, in, it, add it into HADS so that we can actually substitute it in the flood module to actually run debris flow and debris flood damages and look at the estimated losses that occur from those types of disasters. That doesn't currently exist in HADS, so that's a piece we're adding as well. Um, and then as Mary mentioned, that um, we're looking at translating the inventory data sets because, as you know, there is no data currently for HAZIS input for Canada, so we're working with uh, closely with uh, Metro Vancouver and the Emergency Management BC, who are Chris Haynes on the line as well. So we're hoping to get that some of the, the province's data sets and some of the national data sets and be able to incorporate that into the Canadian HAZIS version. Um, and then, of course, I just want to say that we've been working closely with um, the District of North Vancouver. That's the case study that we're doing out here, and it's a, a community about um, 80,000 People think that that's great. Fiona's on the line from the District of North Vancouver. And um, we're, we're looking at incorporating all their inventory data sets. We've been working very closely with them to incorporate their inventory data sets and then to improve the, the seismic information and the, all the hazard information, the flood information, to be able to run the analysis for both earthquakes and floods in, the, in hazards for the District of North Vancouver. So we're very lucky to be able to work closely with them and, and to work with their, their users, their, their planners, and, and their um, emergency management group and to find at what all the different types of needs and requirements and how they would use the information to be able to use in their daily life to make decisions about where to put people, you know, in harm's way or out of harm's way. So um, that's just a quick synopsis of some of the work that we're doing. I don't know if I've missed anything. Maybe someone from our, else from our group can add in, but that's my two cents. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, we have two minutes left. And uh, as I promised, we will definitely stop at 11.30. And uh, so in on the February 16th meeting, I will make sure that we will uh, expose the work that uh, Will and, and Carol are doing on the, 
on the database structure and uh, and data input. And, and that should take about 20 minutes. So that means there's uh, about you know, there's time for discussion, and there's probably time for another topic that day. Um, so either let me know now, or or by email what you would like to either present or want to hear about, and we'll find somebody to talk about that topic. Does anyone have any comment, suggestion, question at the moment? Uh, I think one thing. This is a Chris from EMBC. Um, next time for uh, maybe some of just the, the new users out there. Uh, maybe to identify some possible training opportunities. I think that would be uh, one thing that I'd like to see with our organization and then with GUBC as well, and uh, maybe just a bit of education and outreach. Um, those are two things that are probably uh, high on my list from what has us at well, this current time frame. Glad you brought it up. If I can add to that, we're hoping to put together, and we're hoping to bring Kevin Mickey, who's the, the, the head trainer um, in the U.S. for FEMA, we're hoping to bring him up to Vancouver and to run um, the basic houses course, which goes through um, the four, the three modules, and then to look at how it's being used in Canada here. So we're hoping to do that in June. So hopefully after the uh, cross-border exercise scenario that takes place in May 2011. Excellent. Do others in, in Eastern Canada uh, feel that, that such an opportunity would be worthwhile there as well? I believe so. But, uh, I don't know how many users we are here. Uh, the course that Nikki's talking about in June is the beginners uh, hazards users course. So people don't need to know anything about hazards for that course. They do need to know some ARC GIS. Okay. Uh, anyone else have a last minute comment before we sign off? Thank you very much for joining today. I'm very sorry that the first part was disrupted by the telephone system, and uh, hopefully we won't have that again. And uh, we'll see you again. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you very much. much.